0: This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you, what good is an agent? Answers from writers. If you've been paying attention to the literary agency world in the last month or so, you've probably heard about the embezzlement conviction of Darren Webb the accountant for the 49-year-old UK literary agency, Donadio and Olson. Webb's total theft, 34 million dollars. Million! So then this opinion piece came out on ChrisWrites.com, with a Chris with a K, and was passed around, warning of the dangers and lack of oversight for all agents. It may have left you wondering if you ran across it. With all the risks, why would I want a literary agent? Well, at Balticon 52, I got to hear a wide variety of perspectives from published authors who have had every sort of agent possible. Here are the stories of Leah Cipas, Keith de Candido, C.S. Friedman, T. Morris and their hunt for a quality agent. So, some of them shared their story about how they got their first agent. Um, C.S. Friedman uh, started off with just a publisher. They handled all her negotiations and just used their standard boilerplate contract. After book two was published, two agents approached her. That's when she found out that the standard contract with agents has her share at 80% of foreign sales or TV deals. And the standard one, when it's just publishers negotiating, had her share at 50%. Not a scam, just standard rates. Keith got his start writing with media tie-in work and... And that there's really not much room for negotiations, but once he started original pieces, he'd already worked with a lot of the agents in the a- industry and he knew who he wanted to ask. Leia Sypas spent years sending her works to publishers 20 years ago when the market was different and eventually began to get rejection letters saying, not this, but, Do you have something else? Once they accepted her book, they suggested she get an agent. Not knowing any better, she asked for their suggestions. So, in retrospect, this wasn't a great idea for several reasons. One, the agent they suggested felt compelled to say yes to maintain a good relationship with the publisher. Secondly, she felt compelled to accept their suggestion unless she had a good firm reason to say no. And the agents they suggested wasn't actually very familiar with her genre and her market. And they ended up just being a mediocre match. So what do agents do for you other than the money? which a good contract lawyer might help with, what other reasons are there to get an agent? Well, they're your biggest fan. Many are editors and can make your story even better before they sell it to a publisher or hire someone to do it for them. They take off the negotiation pressure. It's really hard to run a bidding war for yourself. You need that level of, I don't know what they're gonna think about that, that you can really use the leverage to get better offers. They can yell at editors for you so you can keep your good relationship with the editor. And they have relationships with editors already. They know what books publishers are looking for. Um, Also, they can vouch that you will fix whatever and that your ego won't get in the way it's more convincing when someone else believes it than when you say it they manage your ip your intellectual property and a good agent is neither a pushover nor belligerent they'll do right by you without making your publishers lives hell so What do you do once you have an offer in hand? Oh, that glorious day. Um, Once you have that offer, it's considered professional to send a notice to all the other agents that are sitting on your query and give them one to two weeks to respond. Do not lie to agents to get them to respond faster. Agents talk. Even if it works this time, They'll pay attention when you say it again. Two weeks um, is about the limit that you should give them to get back to you though. Maybe three if it's the summer or the holidays. Longer than that will make the agent who gave you the offer start to feel like you're using them to get a better deal. Don't do it. You'll just... Publishing as a small industry. <laughs> So when should you leave an agent? You worked so hard to get that agent, you thought that meant you'd made it, right? But sometimes it just doesn't work out. Now, this is something you don't usually hear writers talk about, but three quarters of professional writers have left an agent. I know, I know, let let me say that again. Three-quarters, 75% of professional writers have left an agent. So what are the warning signs for when to leave an agent? And of course, some of those were the agent was getting out of the industry, etc. Many of those were congenial. But what are warning signs to look out for? One, no news is not good news. They should be checking in regularly and letting you know what they're doing for you. Once every two to three months is okay, this is publishing. It doesn't have to be a daily check-in. Another warning sign is they're not submitting your work or following up with the publishers that have it. Six to nine months is a reasonable wait for publishers, but your agent shouldn't just be sitting on their thumbs. Another warning sign, they've gone from no contact to immediate deadlines without warning. That typically means they've dropped the ball. Another thing, your career may have changed direction and they don't know your new market. And finally, Your agent stopped fighting for you. Maybe you didn't sell like they hoped. Maybe they signed on fresher or bigger names. Maybe life came up and they're distracted. It doesn't matter the reason. Once they've stopped being your biggest supporter, it's time to move on. So how do you deal with leaving an agent? Well, no matter your personal relationship, An agent-writer partnership is a professional one. Once they've accepted you as their client, your agent is actually your employee. I know, it sounds weird. You should write a very professional, and don't make it personal, breakup letter. Remember, they still get their percentage on all the contracts they've negotiated for you. Like a divorce, you're sharing custody of your kids, and typically, your money goes to their agency and they pay you out your portion from there. Wait, 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 what? Shouldn't it be the other way around? Well, maybe, but this way, you don't have to pay taxes on their portion of the money. When you have like a nanny or an in-house kind of thing and you pay them directly, you have to pay taxes and social security and everything on that so maybe it is better this way i don't know i didn't set it up so when don't you need an agent well short story submissions the money isn't there and typically agents don't come into play note a cover letter from an agent can help with the top markets um you don't need an agent to submit if the publisher does anything to ask for manuscripts. That makes your manuscript solicited. Note, usually waiting to hear back this way is even longer than with an agent. And if the agent you're talking to is schmoozing and talking about how they can see it as a movie, move on. Movies are hard fields to break into and literary agents have about nil influence there. Don't believe them, just move on. So, we've talked about how agents are your your interface with the publisher very often. Well, let's talk a little bit about publishers. Publishers are always looking for the next big thing. Small publishers are hungry. But before you opt to go with a small publisher, pay attention to their audience, their resources, their current markets, and the quality of their products. Now, traditional publishers have known names lined up and will bump new authors if they're worried about the market impact. Their lead books get all the marketing money and the rest are ignored, but they get you into every bookstore in the country. So their lack of marketing is still exponentially greater than most small publishers can hope to achieve. You typically get a smaller advance for much wider distribution. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye bye